What's up and good morning, people? This is Angelo Reyes, your host on the American Entrepreneur Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm going to break in real quickly to a subject about something that affects all of our lives as entrepreneurs. And in particular, if you're an entrepreneur who is working on making good relationships with good leverage and bringing great value to the people that you work with. But maybe you struggle to position yourself correctly in the relationship. Maybe you say yes to deals that you don't want to say yes to, or maybe you don't know how to tell somebody no to something. Um, Maybe you have relationships where if you say no, it would be taken as an insult. Maybe you've gotten too deep into a business deal, too deep into a relationship that you want out of, but you don't want to leave the relationship burning a bridge. And you want to communicate correctly your value and their value. This is for you. Okay. So at some point in time, I had to develop a strategy for framing my relationships and selling the the terms of the relationships to the people that I worked with. This is what I mean. I'd have friends that would want to learn the marketing stuff or they'd want to learn business strategy or something like that. They'd say, you're my friend, cool. So then they'd say, all right, here, here's what we're going to do. I want you to do this. They'd say this to me, right? Here's how it's going to work. It's going to go like this, this, this. I want you to help out with this. What do you think? And I would say... The first thought in my mind would be, how do I answer this question without upsetting the person I'm talking to because of how drastically incorrect their approach is? Okay, because I'd have relationships where people don't know how to run a business correctly, but they already had in mind what I would be doing in their business. I guess the question is, if you have no idea what the fuck you're doing, then what makes you think you're qualified to then tell me what I should be doing in your business? Well, like double speak, single hand, like at the same time, you're asking me for advice on what to do because you can't do it correctly. So you can't get in somebody's head, you can't apply intent, but those relationships, I'm going to take a guess, guys, for those relationships. So if you run in these relationships where you're an entrepreneur and people say, you know what you're doing here, come on board my company. And this is what I'm going to have you do. This is how it's going to work. And this is how it's going to be structured at a certain level of entrepreneurship that happens to you. Everybody wants you to be a part of what they're doing. They also have no idea what they're doing and they look up to you and they want you, they want to free pre-frame the relationship as, Hey, you're going to help me out with this. And then I'm going to tell you what to do. Now, those are usually like the startup entrepreneurs that, you know, those people make money sometimes. Like you really have to assess who you're speaking with. But those entrepreneurs in particular, um, I have many, obviously many friends like that. Less and less each day, by the way. Less and less each day. Uh, But I have friends like that here and there. I have people have me look at things here and there still. And at a certain point, I said to myself, you know what? If they pay me, it's just going to be me arguing with them, telling them to do the right thing that they're doing incorrectly. Um, You know, they create this relationship 
And for the people who are listening to me who ran into this, oh God, you know what I'm talking about. Oh God, you know what I'm talking about. So you have these people who, you know, I can't, when I was in business and I did stupid shit, almost every time I could trace my stupid decision back to my own ego. And we were preached and taught and we had these realizations time and time again of, oh, that was my own ego. I didn't know that. Like, you know, I was unaware of my own ego. Still am sometimes, still will be in the future, not too concerned about it. But then we have other business relationships with people who say, I want to tell you what to do, but also I need you to tell me what to do because I don't know what I'm doing. And what you have here in my estimation is a fucking ego. Not all the time. Can't imply a tent. Some people just, they're genuinely, they don't know what they're doing. They, they're approaching it the best they can. But let me tell you what this ends up being. When you help people, these people need your help, right? Let, let's say you just want to help this friend out for free. Let's go do extremes. Listen, I'm going to help you out for free. I'm going to get your company to where it needs to be. Just make sure we're doing, doing everything the right way. What happens in those situations is they say, well, your advice is free, therefore it's valueless, A. B, whenever you give me advice, it is going to offend my ego because what it means is you don't think I know what I'm doing. And then over time, their, their view of you, their reticular activation, the part of their mind who, who makes decisions, who like really views and has a perception of who you are, well, they think, well, A... I'm not paying you, so there's no exchange or value. There's, there's no loss. My ass isn't on the line here. And B, it's, it's, it's kind of getting a little bit annoying being told what to do by you. So eventually they start getting a little bit testy with you and the business relationship goes to shit. That's happened to me at least a dozen times. At least a dozen. At least one, two. Like at least. At the very fuck, at the least. That has happened a dozen times. So first things first, I started charging, right? Even if you're my friend, even if we're cool, I know the psychological dynamics, even in my own life, of value. You must pay for value, or else it will not be valuable. So A, I don't do that at all, unless I charge people. So if you're going to waste my goddamn time, and you're going to have me tell you what to do and not take my fucking advice... That's wasted time on my end that I got nothing out of where you got an insanely uneven amount of value that you didn't even value and you ended up disrespecting in the end. So, ooh, we're doing the me show, me and my problems, whatever, but I'm just laying it out for you. All right, I shouldn't be so concerned with me in a business deal in general if I want to play chess correctly, so to speak. But it is on my mind a little bit, right? Like I sit here and I give this person a whole consultation. I've spent years putting myself through hell just to understand this. Beating myself down if I need to. Pushing myself forward. Like, I'm a malleable person. If I need to be uh, insane, confident, or I need to be insane, reflective, the extremes don't matter to me. I'll destroy myself in the process. We'll get the job done. So I've been going through that just to go to this person, this entitled ass person who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, who asked me for my help because they noticed that I was actually doing it and they weren't. And then I give them advice. They can't take it. 
So how the fuck do you plan on making more money or doing shit correctly whenever somebody who does know what they're doing tells you what to do, it offends you. So those are terrible business relationships. Those never work out. The only possible chess move that I've learned from there is A, I will help you, this is how much it's going to cost, which will offend them. Because they think, well, we're cool and we're close. Why would you ever charge me for this? You know, I could get if it's a little thing here or there, but these people aren't asking me for that. They're asking me for business strategy that would make them tens of thousands of dollars if they just fucking attempted to apply it. How do I know this? Because I've done this for other companies ever since I was a kid. I've been, go to this company, learn what they need to help with, kick ass at that. Reach a point where I can't move forward anymore or there's no position for me to to move up because the only place up would be the CEO. I'm doing good in sales. I'm bringing, I'm recruiting, uh, doing good with the marketing team. All right. There's no opportunity to move up. They don't want me to move up. Uh, they want me to just stay in their business, not to give me any more opportunities, any more education and just work for them so they can keep making money, which is a detriment in my life because that means that my value it, their business value is going up because I'm there, but my value is not going up. And I'm not against helping somebody bring their business value up. However, I am against slavery. And that shit's not going to fly. So once I get to a certain point where they say, we can't afford you any more opportunities, we're not interested in bringing you any more opportunities or education. Just, just do our work. Next company. So they go to the next company, find out their problem. Find out what they're dealing with. Kick ass at that. Cool. Next, and I would do that over and over and over and over and over until every last uh, direction was worn thin. So I can tell you for a fact, I am always and have always been, and and, and I'm just a normal ass human being, but I got to speak the truth. That truth is what's going to benefit any business relationship that I have. So I must speak the truth. I'm willing to break my back, blood, sweat, and tears, and put my ass on the line for the vision. I'm willing to take the time and energy and the focus, the, just the attention span that it takes to solve the problem at hand. A permanent fixture for the problem. Permanent. Permanent or something that can easily evolve that's more effective and optimized. So for me to do that from business to business to business, helping this, finally come the realization, holy shit. Obviously, if I can sell for eight different businesses, I can probably sell for my own. Obviously, if I can set up a team for eight different businesses, I can set up my own. So now when I get to that point, you come to me and say, hey, give me some free advice. And if it offends my ego, I'm not going to take it. Dude, you like again, what's in it for me? You know, fuck me. But 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 let's just imagine like cuz I had to imagine this and it helped. Do you understand how disrespectful that is? Hey, let me get some advice I couldn't afford and then walk away by telling you what I think you're wrong about. So basically what you're doing, the only exchange that happened there is you boosted your ego by incorrectly telling somebody that knows significantly more than you, and that is in these cases, that you don't agree with them, and then saying, have a nice day. Thanks for giving me your free value. I don't think you're right about it. 
even though you know what you're doing and I don't and I asked you for help, have a nice day. Because in that moment, they don't have to take the advice. There's no money on the line. Their ass is not on the line. Now, let me tell you, every motherfucking person, including myself, will act that way in that situation. Every person on the planet. Yes, we can withhold urges, etc., etc., but that's human nature. So there's my first lesson. Do not. Do not. Do not give advice to people without charging them. You need to put something on the line. Because when it comes to the time that they're fucking up and they're being lazy and you have to push them, they're going to push back. They're going to take their frustration out on the easiest target, the easiest path of least resistance, which is your ass who's giving them value for absolute fucking free, who's annoying them because you're the only person disagreeing with their decisions. Again, I... I, The amount of memories going through my head of that being a business relationship is absurd. This isn't something Angelo deals with. This is eternal. This is an eternal business problem. So let's move from there. Now you have the person who wants to pay you, but they don't even know what you're supposed to be doing. And they won't take your advice on how to do it. So this is the person who's running their business incorrectly, but is willing to pay you to do something. And then when you do that thing, none of the systems are set up correctly, so things go wrong. And these people usually do not care about fixing that. They just want to give somebody some money and have them fix a problem. There you go, boop. Fix a problem. Well, in order to fix a problem, we got to do this. Well, I don't want to do that. Figure it out. Again, we run into another problem here. Do you understand? This is, this is like level two of that, that first relationship we just talked about. Okay? So the first level of relationship is you must pay for value. You must not give shit away for free or else that is slavery. Now, people that are close to you will say, it's not slavery because we're friends and you're helping out for free. Those same people you help out for free don't take your advice because your advice is free. They don't understand the psychological... They don't understand their own nature. It is not your job to argue with them and explain their own nature. Unless they're going to pay you. You really think they're going to listen to you tell them about their nature anyways. They're not. So we have business relationships where even if I helped build the business, the person running the business, I do not trust them to sustain the business. I do not trust them to ethically handle business with the people around them. I do not trust them to do anything with the power that I could give them in any way, shape, or form, but fuck it up. And then not take credit for it. Everybody else fucked it up but me. Those relationships, they're they're still willing to pay you. They still respect you. They just are completely unaware of their own nature. And if you explain it to them, it will offend them. Or they'll say, Oh, I'm not offended so that they can save face enough to tell you that they disagree with you. Not because they have a reason to disagree, but because they're going off their instincts that you're probably wrong. They're going off of their instincts that, no, I don't work that way. No, this is what I think will happen. I'm not willing to see your point of view, but then you have a conflict of interest. So then there are certain people that, you know, You couldn't even pay me to help that person out. 
but maybe you still have somewhat of a relationship with this person. They say, listen, I'm, what are you going to tell them? Nah, I don't trust you to do this. You couldn't pay me to help you. You're not going to tell that person that, especially if you care about them in any way, shape, or form. And maybe you shouldn't care so much about somebody who's going to act like that anyways, but this is chess, not checkers here. So with those people, here's what you do, who want you to work for them. Here's what you say. The way that you have things set up now, I couldn't work for you in the way that you want me to. And I'm not going to do that. So up front, I appreciate the offer. And up front, I have to let you know ahead of time to, to save the energy, I will not be accepting this position. However, if you would like just consulting, so I'm not doing your sales, I'm not doing your marketing, I'm not doing this. If you would like just consulting and only consulting, then we can start there, do it for this amount of time and see where it goes. If not, that's fine. I can't take the position the way you have it set up. It's, it's being ran incorrectly. So again, those people can either say yes or no. Now, here's what I'd say. If they say no, cool. If they do say yes, what you've just created is an opportunity as a salesperson to bring that person value. See, if somebody pays me and they say, Give me some form of advice or direction that produces a result. And I advise them and then it produces a result. They no longer have to justify why the hell they would work with me or listen to anything I say. So they're paying for my marketing. They're paying for my chance to show them I know what I'm doing. Because I'm not just going to sit here and do it for free anyways. Again, I'm not pro-slavery. So now, we sit here together, and I say, this is how you, and then if you don't do it, you don't get to just point fingers at me and say, well, you don't know what you're talking about, I didn't, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't pay you for this, so who, who knows if you know what you're saying, I don't really care. No, now you paid me for it, your ass is on the line. So at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, you don't get to say, well, I don't think you're a I get to say, listen, you paid me. I gave you exact directions. You did not follow the exact directions at all. That is why you didn't get a result. Now, if they didn't pay you, ironically, you'd think it'd be the other way around. You'd think they'd be mad they paid you. But if they didn't pay you, they could say, oh, what do you know anyways? Or, uh, thanks for the advice, I disagree. So you're never positioning yourself to get anything back for the value you're creating. Again, the way that you set up the terms of a relationship, the vision of your relationship, the protocol of how you'll interact, the, the context of which things will be carried out, depending on how you do that, your business relationships in context with those people will turn out good or bad, somewhere in the middle, or anything between, between those. So you want to make sure you're setting these up correctly. So for those entrepreneurs who are going from, okay, I grinded my ass off, now I'm taking all the grind and bringing it to level two, I'm getting to the point where I am uh, assimilating all of these resources, the assimilation process, 
when you get to the assimilation, the entrepreneur who, who has the wisdom, he's done the work, but now he's assimilating that. You've done sales, you've done marketing, you've built teams, you've messed around with the annoying licensing part, you've learned what to outsource, what not to outsource. Now you are in the process of assimilating. You have all the pieces to the engine. You spent years building transmissions. You, you've spent years knowing how all the fluids interact chemically on a, on, a, on a deep basis. Now you're assimilating that. When you get to this level, the way you set up your relationships has to be exact. You have to have very conscious intent. Because when you get to a level of value, people will either use you to create value or they will demonize what you're doing to inflate value that they don't have. So this is the situation where I tell a, a business owner, hey man, uh, for the business you're trying to do, you should post content once a day, no matter the fuck what the content is. You're not allowed to say it wasn't a good enough video. Here, here's a list of excuses that I get told you're not allowed to say. A, you're not allowed to say you didn't have the time. So we already pre-agreed you have the time. So every time you say we don't have the time, well, we did have an hour-long talk where you told me I was annoying for making you reiterate that you had the time. So, you know, if it was so annoying, it's because you, you were so sure you had the time. What the fuck happened now? So do we need to have another hour-long talk about us proving that you have the time to do what it is you need to do? And trust me, like it, the context of how you would speak to a client is based on them. Fuck industry standard, fuck politics or or whatever people think it is, I speak to individuals as individuals and I'm not concerned with anything else. So I might literally tell a person that is what I'm telling you is like, what the fuck happened? You said you had time this day, now we never have time again. I might, depending on the person, I might say, awesome, good job here. It just depends what that person needs, what they require in themselves to move forward from a coach. What they require of your communication. So after a certain point of working with enough people and enough uh, business relationships, again, you got the guy who I say, you need to make the content. He didn't make the content. Why? Well, because I didn't have time. Then I look at him and say, you know, you had time. And then what he thinks is there's two thoughts he could have based on his ego. One, he's right. I did say that. Or the second one where you didn't pay. So it doesn't matter, which is, you know what? What the fuck does this guy know anyways? And that's the moment in decision that determines where you are in business, in my estimation. When somebody tells you how to do something correctly, do you see value in anything they're saying if they're worth their salt? And I, I, I can't imagine that they would have such malintent, uh, not malintent, like uh, uh, just negative intent in general. That they would say, you know what, I'm going to take a person's valuable advice that would help me and not take it. It's not that. Like, it's not so important to worry about the image of how things work. Like, that's not the most important feature here. The most important feature is if somebody gives you advice, and it's valuable, and you think you should take it, and you've agreed to take it, Hold yourself accountable. 
If you can't hold yourself accountable, pay somebody to. And if you can't hold yourself accountable and you can't pay somebody to hold you accountable, you are absolutely fucked. And I don't care if you make $3 million this year, I will not work for you. I don't care what amount of money you're giving me because there's opportunity costs and all the other, all the other options I could have had are now cut out because I got to spend my time with you. That type of person who does not hold themselves accountable. And okay, it happens, whatever, we have slumps in life. Find someone else to hold you accountable then. You're not allowed to live in this world where you have ideas and everybody has to worship how smart you are for having them and how fucking amazing you are for having them. But then when something better comes along, you don't take it just to hold on to your self-image. Just, you know, instead of holding myself accountable for results, I'd rather rest on my laurels and look cool for what already happened. That person does not want to be held accountable. So on the basis that people don't want to be held accountable. I've had coaches literally tell me, like, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> like, dead ass. I've had people teaching me sales, tell me word for word, you have the type of face that I want to fucking punch. I've had people say, dude, your pricing structure is the most retarded shit I've ever seen in my life. These are things coaches have said to me. Yet I have to tiptoe around these motherfuckers telling them post once a day. Because it offends them that I remind them that all of their excuses are false. That's offensive. But I can have somebody say, I want to punch. You have the type of face that I want to fucking punch. And my only thought is, A... I can't even be bothered to think about that because if you punched me, I would knock your fucking ass out right here. B, none of that matters and I'm, I'll put that completely aside because I'm not, I'm not here to think about that right now. I don't give a fuck what you say. Give me the sales powers. <laughs> like, Give me the persuasion powers. Give me the ability to advocate and move a company forward. I really don't give a shit that he said that. And when he looked at my face, he could tell he was maybe even, I don't want to say shocked. I wouldn't say he was shocked, but he was surprised. Like he was like, he looked at my face and he said, right after that sentence, he looks at my face for a few seconds. He goes, you're going to be good at this. He said, it's motherfuckers like you. And I'm just sitting there thinking, bro, I don't need my ego stroked. I didn't say any of this. I was just letting him do his thing. But I'm like, dude, if you punch me in the face, I would knock your fucking ass out. And anybody else who tried to help you right now. Think whatever you want to think. Lay a fucking finger on me and find the fuck out what happens. But I didn't even have enough gravity on that thought because I was just listening to him talking about sales. I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, whatever you got to say, just get it out the way. And then the same person looks at me and says, you're going to be amazing. The only thing I thought is, now you're saying I'm going to be amazing. So you went from punch me in the face to be amazing. Man, I appreciate it, but I'm here to learn sales, not talk about any of the emotional shit, whatever's on your mind with me right now. I don't care. Say whatever you need to say. I'm ready to take it in and hold myself accountable. Let's just work on, let's just work on these selling skills. That's what I'm here for. I don't care about anything else. So when I go to somebody else, it's shocking to me because I have that mindset. It is shocking to me when they get so offended and hurt by basic ass advice that they're not even paying for. Bro, you're getting free fucking value. Like, maybe the student isn't ready, 
right? The student isn't ready for the info. But anyways, that being said, this is what I look for in entrepreneurs that I work with. I look for the ability to be a go-getter in the face of anything. And the people who I do not trust are the people who are too offended by advice and are too problem-oriented. What about this problem? What about this? People who can't be held accountable by other people, especially Listen, when I'm talking to my marketers, if I give them, if I say, well, maybe we should do this and they don't like it, I am aware that they're thinking in their head, dude, this is my silo. I cover the mark. They give me the benefit of the doubt because I really listen to them and I'm very aware of what they need and they know that I'm doing everything I can at all points to maintain the balance of giving them what they need and I'm willing to compromise on that. I will be firm in where I stand but I'm willing to compromise and I'm always willing to genuinely listen. So they're, they give me the benefit of the doubt. But I know that there's a point or two when my marketers think, you know, Angelo, I don't really give a fuck what you think about this ad right now because you're not the person who's focusing on this campaign. Yes, you're dealing with the client. Yes, you're doing this. But on this campaign... You're not doing this, man. This is me. This is my job. This is my silo. Uh, If I say that we're going to put dicks on the advertisement, we're going to do it. I really don't give a shit what you think. Like, I am aware that that's what they think. Because that's what I think when people give me advice in sales and marketing. No matter how nice I respond, I'm like, listen, um, once you go do some sales and marketing shit, then I'll be more open to your advice. Other than that, everything you just said is so wrong. Based on your advice, you are unqualified to even give me advice. So if I think that, I know the fuck they think that. I know that's how most people think. When you give someone a job to do and they believe in it, they don't want to be micromanaged. They don't need to be micromanaged. And all you can do at a certain point is get in their way. So I don't want to get in their way. So you have these examples where in business, it is not a choice. It doesn't matter even what your personality is. You have to be humble at certain points. And maybe it's not humble. Maybe the word is understanding. But you have to step back and say, okay, well, this person's dealing with their yada, yada, yada. That being said, on the flip side of business, you need to be somewhat inverse about that. You have to play by different rules. You have to say, you know what? People can offend me a little bit more than maybe they need to so that I can get more of the truth out of the situation. People can... uh, Uh, say things in a egotistic like you know what I'm saying you're being egotistic I don't give a fuck I'm not here to run a therapy session and tell you how I think you should run your own life and emotions we're not here for that you can't even tell another person how to live their life it's individual but what I can tell you is if you're not getting traffic on Instagram and you're not posting once a day I can tell you once a day is not even a lot Like, I can tell you why you're not doing it correctly. It's not personal. It's about business. And listen, like, we're all going to run into the same shit over and over and over. So it's pertinent now to know. One. Always. Always default to consulting is my advice my advice right now in context for this subject for people who have relationships with other entrepreneurs um 
and you, you know, maybe you're good hearted. I want to help them for free. It's my friend. Then they don't take your advice. I want to charge them. Then they say, fuck you. Cause you want to charge them now. Okay. Well, there's not shit. I see you just played chess and you lost chess. This is how you play chess. Hey, your company's not where it needs to be right now. I really like what you're doing. If you'd want to do some consulting to get it to where it needs to be, then I can maybe come in and help out afterwards. But for where your company's at now, it wouldn't really be ready for me to help out. Which is a polite way of saying, you are not ready to run this company. Your mindset is not correct. You do not view things correctly. And you do not think the way a business owner should think. Therefore, until you change that about yourself, any energy I feed our relationship business-wise is going downhill. And I'm not holding your hand while we go downhill together. While we sink in the Titanic together. Um, And I don't care if you think that's what's going to happen or not. I have my own life. I'm not a slave. My own opinions. And I do not think that would go correctly. So here's what I would need from you to even consider that. Well, if they say no to that, then that's awesome. Then they have power again because they said no to you for a sales offer. If they're that egotistical with their business, it's probably how they think anyways. It's just subconsciously. I'm some, some dark truth, but we'll bring it back up again. If you can't get them to say yes to that, then you won. Because you made them disqualify themselves from the pool of people who would ever take anything serious enough to make it worth your time. So, people who do general operations, sales, sales management, marketing, marketing management, just building groups of teams in general to get shit done. People who know how to do that. People who are who are not masters like I'm no master in like a goddamn thing. I'd love to say I was. That'd be fucking awesome. I just don't think it's a reachable state in the grand scheme of life. Um, I'm an eternal student in what I do. I'm also an eternal teacher of what I do. I don't know if master would be the right word. I'm not trying to be the master to somebody's student. I'm not trying to be the student to somebody's master. I'm enjoying the process of external expansion that would happen with or without my will to do so. I'm just putting it in a context of business. So if someone's willing to pay for the consulting to get their company where it needs to be, then it would make sense for me to walk in and help them. See, it's a losing chess move to say, you're doing shit wrong, therefore I won't help you, or you're doing shit wrong, so do it correctly. You can say, listen, everything you're doing is awesome. It's not where I would need it to be with my terms of how I see things to work with you. Let's do some consulting, see where that goes. In that consulting, they will pay for your advice. When they're paying for your advice, they will listen to your advice. If they do not listen to your advice, you can then say, I wouldn't move forward on this project because the way that we work together showed me that we don't have the same interests in mind of how to run a company. And therefore, since we are so dissimilar on the way that we'll move forward, it would be detrimental for us to continue a friendship and leave it at that. Because I really appreciate you as a friend. I, I would love to support you from the sideline as far as pushing it to where it needs to be. You would need consulting for that. So when you have thousands of entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs saying they want help 
It's not a good chess move to just say, well, I have nothing for you and I can do nothing for you. Goodbye. You just pushed out free energy, free labor, free time, free manpower, free partnership. You just pushed away exponential growth. When people come into your life, it's pertinent that you have contracts, that you have protocols, that you have, you know, you have normal systems of operation, just general systems of operation of how to deal with that. So that when energy comes to you, you can use the energy so that when the free recruiting, the free partnership, the free clients come to you, you know exactly how to subcategorize and deal with every one of those. So let's sum this up. For all you entrepreneurs who have other friends who always want you to help out with what they're doing as an entrepreneur. One, make them pay you for, let's just start, make them pay you for consulting. If you are worth your salt and you know exactly what you're doing and you truly believe you know what you're doing and you know you know what you're doing, you are wasting your time working for somebody. You're becoming a a cog in a machine that they built that they're not qualified to build. Why would you go in their machine that they built incorrectly? Why the fuck would you do that? That makes absolutely no sense. And then in the vision level that I'm thinking of, how can we exponentially grow this company to be alive for the next 100 years without us even being here? When you go to levels like that, you're not doing... Like, oh, I do sales for this place. Oh, I do marketing. Oh, I'm HR. You're not. That's not how you move those places forward. You move those places forward at a CEO level. And since you can't just walk in and take over their company, the second best option is consulting, which means they get to have the power you have, but it's still their company. Those are relationships you you should create. Um, when should you start consulting? When you've worked at enough companies that you see the same exact problems over and over and over, and you are immensely aware of the problems that it causes a business and have fixed them. So when should you start consulting? For example, every sales company that I went to taught the, per- taught the salespeople about the product and then pushed them out and said, go sell it. That's wrong. That is one perfect example of something that is incorrect that I've seen at every company over and over and over and over. They teach the salespeople in depth about the product for like a week or two, intensive, this is the product, and then they go out and they go, go sell it. And they can't sell a damn thing. So like I've been at four or five companies off the rip in my memory. That that's happened over and over, like, that's the same exact problem. They train their salespeople on the product. You should be training your salespeople on your customer's problem. Not just the problem you think is a problem, which is a different thing. It's not about you. You have to train your salespeople on what the customer already knows their own problem. Say it again. You have to train salespeople on what the customer already knows is their problem. If you did that, I mean, they'd walk out of there and sell shit immediately. Because they would know who to look for, who not to look for, who to waste time on, who not to waste time on. 
They would know exactly where this is going, exactly what their problems are, exactly what they're going through. And therefore they say, well, how do we solve this? Oh, perfect. That's exactly what we do. Yeah, how? Here's what we do. We hook you up with a specialist. They, they, they work with you directly. They give you specific attention. They take the time to tailor what we're doing to your business so that these specific problems that we see over and over and over that you're having right now get solved. We deal with it all the time. We wouldn't be able to help you out unless you fix this and this. But if that's something you would look forward to doing, then, you know, we could sit down and I couldn't tell you right now exactly what we could do. I'd have to break into what you're doing a little bit more. But if you'd be down to do that, let's set up a meeting and talk about it sometime. Uh, When's good for you, right? Like you're talking about their problems, not your fucking product. So since I have seen that happen over and over and over and over, when I come into any new company I'm helping out with, what do you think I look for? Because it's always the same damn thing. Like I train people who used to work sales in other companies in my company, and they're so confused because they're like, well, why, why aren't we going over the product more? I'm like, dude, you already understand the product. They're like, well, well what, about the, what about the color of the wire inside of the electronics? What's the diameter? Like, how many centimeters thick is the cord? Like, bro, the customer don't care about that. Customer doesn't give a fuck what diameter cord is inside the back of their TV that, that runs the fucking power wire. Like, they, dude, they're buying a television because they want to watch TV. They're not buying a fucking television because the green cord in the back is three centimeters long. Like, that's not why people buy TVs. So why in the fuck would the salesperson need to be completely, like, in-depth knowledgeable about the diameter of the fucking cords behind the TV? Like, go ask any salesperson. I dare you right now. Go walk into any electronic shop and say, how many centimeters thick is the power cord? Dude, you just like literally find my email, personally message me. I will give you fucking a hundred dollars. If one one zero zero, I'm not going to believe you just because you recorded some shit. I know how internet spoofing works. I do cyber. But like if you can actually find that person who knows, then I'll give you a hundred dollars today. Cash app. Message me. Email. Let's go. If I have to do it, cool. But I fucking highly doubt that's going to happen. So why are you spending two weeks training your salespeople about the diameter of the cord? Makes no sense. Now I'm in a position where I have leverage because I understand the problem, I understand how to fix it, and I fixed it over and over and over. So when I walk into your company and you tell me how much you will pay me and what I'm worth, and then I look at your sales systems and they're all fucked up, then we have to reevaluate the dynamic and relationship of my worth then, don't we? Because at first I was worth this, but now when I see how much is wrong with your company, I could fix way more than that. And to be honest, I'm not even willing to work with you until you fix this. I can come across a certain way. Not, it's not an act. It's not a tactic. It's not a sales strategy. I guarantee you there's zero tactic going on in my head. There's zero strategy. There's zero tricks of the trade. There's zero Grant Cardone courses that I've watched going through my head. Like The only thing going through my head is I appreciate you, but I'm here to say facts. What you're doing is fucked up. It's broken. And it would be at my own detriment to work on this project. 
I help people out if they want to move forward. Other than that, I'm just here to tell the truth. That's it. You want to move forward and fix it? We can do that. If if not, it's broken and that's all I have to say. When you go to a mechanic, the mechanic does not walk out telling you about their product. Do they? No, the fuck they don't. They don't walk out, hey, well, just want to let you know, we have a three... No, they... No. They come out and they say, listen, man, so we looked at your car, this is broke, this is messed up, this is messed up. We think this may be the problem... We might not be able to do it. We might not be able to fix it. You know, we're not for positive. What we do know is if we do fix this, we can get the rest fixed, but this is what it's going to cost you. And if you don't fix it, it won't It won't fix the rest of the car. Damn, man. if you really care about your car, you're going to get that thing fixed. There's no negotiation to be had. So a consultant, a mechanic, a doctor, an authority and professional in their field are all the same thing. I've seen this problem over and over and over. I've also seen you as a customer over and over. I know for a fact, if I tell you your shit's broken and you don't fix it, it's not because I'm not a good salesperson. It's because you don't care about fixing your broken shit. Which means I'm never going to convince you to buy a damn thing. So I push away people who are not my client avatar. And I give an ultimatum to people who are my client avatar. People who aren't, I don't think this would be for you. If they push through, awesome. They proved maybe it is for them. If they really push through. But as my client, I give them the ultimatum. Dude, they're going to take it like... You got to understand in my head, it's like 100% of the time. Like 100%. 101 if we could. How could I tell you your car's broken, your engine's broken, everything in your car is fucked up? And your response is, oh, okay, well that sucks. Guess I'm never going to fix it. Have a good day. That never happens. Like... If you don't have the money, but then you're not my, my, my customer, you're not, if you don't have the drive, you don't even care about your car, then yeah, you're not even my customer. Why would you bring your car to the shop if you had the money you wanted to get it fixed? Like you wouldn't bring it in because you don't care about it getting fixed. You don't go to a mechanic for fun. You don't go to the car lot cause you're bored. I mean, maybe some people do, who knows? You don't go to the doctor cause you're bored. That's for damn sure. So when people come to me, they come to a doctor because I've seen the same problem in the body that exists of a business over and over and over. I've seen the same heart problems. I've seen the same neurological damage. I've seen, I've seen it all. I've seen it. I know what the problems are. I face them every day. No matter how big or small a company is, ironically, it's always the same fucking problems. Now, the last thing we have to deal with is the psychology of the person. No matter the problems, what I know, what I don't know, if that person is not willing to fix their shit, I'm not going to internalize that. But they want me to internalize it so I can uninternalize, basically so I could fix everything for them without them having to try. They want me to internalize the fact that they're too lazy to fix their business so that I can drive them to fix it. That is not what sales is. I'm here to find the person who is already driven to fix their business but needs a direction and I'm here to guide that person. First and foremost, to screen if they're the correct person, but then to guide that person where they need to go. That's all there is to it. So when y'all are setting up business relationships, keep in mind there's two things. Their problems that you can solve, the value that you can bring to them, and their psychological willingness to hold that position correctly, to wield that position. Meaning... 
If you give a person advice and they don't take it, it's not because you didn't give good enough advice, especially if it's good advice, especially if you've tried it over, especially if you've gotten paid because it's right advice and it works. You can assume that that person was not your customer and move on. Now, when it comes to those close friend relationships, always go for paid mentorship and always lead. Don't lead with, you should take my mentorship. Do not lead with that. Don't lead with, I am not willing to work with you until this is done correctly, in which case I have a mentorship program that we can do. If they prove that they, they can, if they prove they have the mindset, that they have the humbleness to take that and move forward, then they are coachable and then it's a much easier business relationship. So again, if you're one of those uh, mid-level entrepreneurs who's been working your ass off, putting in all the work and now you're assimilating the work that you've put in and you have friends, peers, colleagues, people around you who really want you, you, to help them out, Understand the problems that could come with that relationship. One, they want free advice, but they won't take it. Or they dis- disrespect, disregard, uh, 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 basically tell you politely, yeah, thanks for the free advice, it's all wrong. Even though they don't know what they're doing. So there's the first thing is they will use you as a backboard to stroke their own ego. Instead of making progress, they want to make a self-vision. Instead of making progress... In reality, they want to make progress within their ego. Therefore, having a consultation and telling you no is an opportunity for them to posture their ego. So you're going to have somebody disrespect you and use you to posture their ego while you're giving them free value. Don't worry. Those people never get good at business. I guarantee you the cream rises to the top. Those people never fucking get good at business. They will, they will produce their own hell and live in it. So there's the first problem you could have. Secondly, they're paying for your advice. You guys are working together. But really, they're, they're paying you to get their work done while they don't take your advice. So you're doing the work, helping them out. You're, you're doing your end, but they're not taking your advice. They just kind of, they wanted a tricky way to basically say, hey, you should work for me now. You seem like someone who could fix all my problems and I can get all the money for the problems you fix. We're not going to do this correctly, but I will give you an uneven amount of money to produce a situation in which you will fix something that will not work anyways. So there's number two, which they will be mad at you in the end. They'll say, this didn't work because you did not do what you were supposed to do and I paid you. When most of the time, if you are the person I'm saying, it didn't work because they gave you the incorrect job to do because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So that, that's another situation where it can end up shitty. So what do we do about these situations? Always default, if you're worth your salt as an entrepreneur, always default to consulting. I, I will get way more done with you consulting than I will doing jobs for you. I guarantee you that. Why? Because I've done jobs and I've built systems to produce jobs. So I can... I can lift 100 pounds and you're asking me to lift a feather. Which is making me worse at my job and not pushing me. So we won't do that. So always default to consulting. So that you can sustain relationships with entrepreneurs who have big egos. Now you don't want to sustain them long enough because it's pointless. But some of those people eventually will drop their ego. 
It happens. And eventually some of those people will believe in you. And eventually you will work with some of those people. So to maintain the few runoff leads of partnerships, always default to consulting. If you don't think you could consult, this advice is not for you. You, and you should probably work with them. But if you know significantly more than somebody on how to run business, do not work for them. I do not know why I made this mistake over and over. Working for people. Working for, like they paid me and I worked for them. Cool. But they didn't know what they were doing. I have no fucking clue what they're doing. So then when they randomly decide, hey, you know that thing we've been working on that I put off for six months? I need you for it again. And now it's like your emotional responsibility. And then if you don't do it, they feel like you let them down. Plenty of things that could go wrong. Again, default to consulting with relationships with other entrepreneurs that you know more than. Do not work for them. I'm going to end this. I love you guys. I'm going to say this one last time because like, if you, you don't know if you haven't been there yet. How big, of a, how, big how common of a problem this is. Do not, I don't care how much money they're making, what position, like, do not work for people who do not know more than you about business. It will cap your ability to grow and it will end up being a sour relationship. And they're dumb forever not just getting consulting from that person and trying to hire them. I'd actually say they're manipulative for trying to hire that person instead of getting consulting. You don't hire people. I understand it. So it's smart to hire people who know more than you. That's for like a fucking exponential, like an insane pay though, where you can actually afford them financial and growth opportunities. It was just some normal like 50, 80 K job. Like you don't want to work for the person you know more about business than they will cap your opportunities if business is your goal. So default to consulting. I appreciate y'all. I love you. I hope you enjoy this, this, this infield, these infield thoughts. Um, I see too many videos that talk about like, you want to know the number one way? And I'll probably produce cool, like clickbaity stuff like that every now and again, just to grow an audience. I'll make it valuable though. Um, but I see too many videos that I don't, or, or I don't see enough videos that talk about what what entrepreneurs actually go through on a very interpersonal level and what they have to do for themselves to survive in this environment and to, to sustain that in this environment. So these are some of those field stories. I hope it helped you, especially you entrepreneurs who are in the assimilation mode of what you're doing. I really hope you take this and solve a lot of your problems and don't run into problems that you don't have to run into. So listen, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. This is the American Entrepreneur Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time.